So I want to talk to you tonight about giving thanks and praise in all circumstances. And uh, this, this, this preach, this message is actually birthed out of personal experience. At the beginning of the year, I found myself on a black hole. And, uh, and black holes are not unfamiliar to me. Um, black holes have been with me all of my life. Uh, from a very little girl and I would go months without a black hole and then weeks and weeks at a time a black hole would want to eat me and uh, that's what my life has been like and and this year it seemed to be deeper, be blacker, be more hopeless and last longer at the beginning of this year than it ever had before and I got to the end of it. I was sick of this pattern that had been recurring all of my life and I wanted something to change. I got desperate and uh, I got to the point where I just had to say, God, what are you doing in my life? And, you know, we all get to that. He's doing stuff in, in all of us, isn't he? For those of us that are hungry and thirsty and passionate for him, he's doing stuff in our lives. He's, he's asking, asking us to be bold, to be courageous and to be real, to be courageous enough to face up to the things, the issues in our life and, ask, and allow him to put his finger on it and to deal with it. And you know, I know one thing about God. He wants us free and he wants us liberated. He wants us to serve him. He wants us to be carriers of his joy and his glory. He wants us to walk in the plans and the purposes that he has for each one of us. And he wants us to serve him wholly in, in body, soul and spirit. He wants us healed so that we can carry his glory. Amen? And that's, that's, that's what he's doing with me. Do you know, a, for, a victorious people represent God well. And until that point this year, I was not victorious in this area. So this is a whole life, 50 years, and I wasn't victorious in this. And now I am. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to talk to you about my walk and, uh, and, and I want to encourage you that this is for you too. The keys that God gives us work for each one of us. Now, your black hole might not be a pattern like mine was, but as you listen, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you speak to every heart that needs encouraging tonight. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. What did that say? Give thanks in all circumstances. Ephesians 5.20 says, Give thanks always and for everything to God the Father. Again, give thanks always and for everything to God the Father. Psalm 54 verse 6, With a free will offering, I will sacrifice to you. This is David speaking. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for, the, for it is good. And we all know about David that, you know, he had his trials. He had a lot of stuff that he was up against. But he declared, every time he declared, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for your name is good. So as I said, I got to a point where I wanted, and oh my word, I needed something to change. So I took action. At the beginning of this year, I took action. And I'm going to tell you what I did. I made a daily point. I, I made it a point daily of giving thanks. And I looked for specific things in my day to be grateful for. 
So this is how it started out. I would get out on my bike and go biking. And remember, I was in a black hole, so I didn't feel fantastic. This wasn't easy. And um, I would get out on my bike and I, I would just look for something that would bless my heart. So I wasn't random, I was specific, looking for things that would touch me. And I was out on my bike and I can remember, it must have been autumn because I would just be looking for something. God, thank you for the changing leaves. Thank you that that's for me. God, thank you for the way the sun is on Tomato Peak right now. Thank you that's for me. Thank you for creation. And that's how it started. And I tell you what, at, the, at that start, it wasn't an amazing, God, you're amazing. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. It was a breathed out prayer. God, thank you. It was just like that. God, thank you. Thank you for the changing leaves. It was a grind and it wasn't easy. Um, I can remember another time getting up in the middle of the night. This was at Christmas time. And turning on the lights at, at, uh, in the middle of the night, turning on the Christmas lights, Remembering now, I was in a black hole. Turning on the lights, looking at the prettiness of the colours and thanking God because I was looking for stuff. I was purposefully looking for things to thank God for. So in the middle of the night, saying, God, thank you for those lights. Thank you for the colours. Now for me, at that point, it wasn't about the lights. It was because my family had decorated that tree. And it was, uh, God, thank you that we had that family time together. That's what that was about. So I made a very purposeful um, attempt or a very, a very purposeful decision at looking for things to be thankful for in the midst of difficulty. And it took a while. It took weeks and it took months. But finally I had a key to combat the feelings and the circumstances that had always haunted me, that I had always lived with. So God, I'm just so grateful to him. I'm so grateful. It was only God. So giving thanks, open doorways and possibilities, I never dreamed it would. What I didn't say before was that I mentioned this morning that I'm going to Philippines, a team of us, there's seven of us going. I'm also going to China. Um, at the end of that trip. I never dreamed that that would happen. That is just so exciting. Um, another, another doorway. Um, I'm standing here tonight. If I was now the way I was at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't be able to stand here. I just wouldn't. So God is amazing. All kinds, all kinds of opportunities. His love for me now feels a lot more tangible. For a long time I've known he's, lo- he's loved me. I've, I've had that revelation. But now it's, it's so tangible I have more of a sense that I can lean on him than ever before. A a, a tangible sense of leaning on on him. Another thing that it's done for me is I purpose every single day to look for something specific to give thanks in, is that it's enabled me, it's strengthened me. The Bible says that he'll strengthen us on our inward parts. And it's strengthened me to be able to to stand in a number of circumstances, um, a couple of two or three months ago, a number of things happened all at the same time, really big stuff. And there was about four or five instances. And I can remember saying to someone, it might have been Richard, anyway, I can remember saying to someone, one of these things, one of these things is bad enough. Everything that happened was just like, and I can remember the last thing that happened, the phone went at night and there was this thing going on. And I went, I just can't believe it, but oh God, you are faithful and I refuse 
to bow to the circumstances and I refuse to bow to my feelings. God, I thank you for your goodness. So I was able to stand fast in the midst of a number of really pressurizing things that came against me all at the same time. And I know that in the past, actually, I wouldn't have been able to. They would have sent me into a tailspin. I would have been Pastor Lynn's office permanently, (laughs) never to come out. Something would have happened. Um, I found that my hope has been restored. Um, Richard said to me earlier on in the year, I can remember him saying to me, do you give thanks for hope for the future? And I just wanted to snarl at him and say, well, I don't feel like I've got any hope right now. But I didn't. I thought, yes, actually, I need to start doing that because there is, there's always hope in God. There is, oh, yes, I submitted. I did well. <laughs> but there is always hope. There is always hope. So I listened to that word in season from my husband, and I just, there's always hope in him. I chose to believe what the word of God says, that there is hope, that he's never finished with us. And I have, hope, I have such hope for the future now. Like, I just feel excited, and I don't know why. But I just do, because I've got hope for the future. It just feels different. I found that my focus and my perspective has shifted. God began to speak to me a lot, uh, probably about three months ago, about perspective and focus. And, you know, I I was um, out in the hills, actually, and I was standing on the top of the hill, and God began to speak to me. You know, we we see so differently when we are looking down on a situation. And, uh, and when we're in the midst of the situation, we can't see. We can't see much. But when we can get ourselves into a position where, where we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus our Lord, the view from that perspective is very different than being in the midst of it. So I learnt to um, giving thanks and giving him praise in all things. I learnt to rise up above my circumstances and look down on them so it put me in a position of overcoming my feelings and my circumstances rather than being under my circumstances. You know, I've got to read this to you out of Habakkuk 3.17. Though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olives fail and the fields yield no food. That sounds really depressing. The flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herds in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. And that's what giving thanks and praise causes us to do. It makes us tread on our high places. I was looking at that scripture today. Another word for the high places is battleground. And um, I tell you what, The enemy is under my feet and he makes me tread on my battleground. You know, the prophet, that prophet there, um, the stuff that he was going through in Habakkuk, but he resolved to keep his eyes fixed on the Lord and to give God glory and honour, thanks and praise in every situation. It works. I can tell you it works. It causes us to stand in that place of victory. It causes us to have the enemy under our feet where he belongs. So as I spoke out thanksgiving and looked for opportunities to recognize his faithfulness to me, it became a sound of faith. It became a declaration. And those little silently, or those little quietly breathed out prayers, God, thank you for the changing leaves. 
God, thank you for my good friends, people that love me. Thank you for people that are committed to me. Thank you for my husband who's amazing. You know, stuff like that. Thank you for a daughter who follows you wholeheartedly. Those prayers became louder and louder. And they became a sound of declaration. They became a faith stand. And it got the attention of the enemy. And it got the attention of my soul. My emotions began to get get its eyes off me and began to look up to God. Instead of, oh, I've got to get up today. Oh God, another day. It was like, thank you, Jesus. This is another day. And who knows what's going to happen in this day. And Lord, you breathe life into this day. Lord, you breathe life into every second of this day. And I want to bring glory and I want to bring honour to you in this day. My perspective, the way I talked, the way I thought, the way I faced the day began to change. And it started from little prayers. But then it began to build in momentum and, and build in authority and strength. That's what happened. Giving thanks honours God and honour opens the way to blessing. Honour, honouring God declares my, I found it declared my dependency on him. And, you know, I want to live a life choosing to honour him, thanking him, thanking him for the glorious day, thanking him for every good thing, you know, because James says that every good thing comes down from the Father of light. Every good thing in my life, I didn't make that happen. God has blessed me. He has blessed me with every good thing. It's not just in my own strength. God has blessed me. And I just want to read you, talking about honouring God, I want to read you Psalm 91, part of Psalm 91. And uh, I'm going to read it going from verse 9. So just have a listen. You don't need to turn to it. Just have a listen. Because you have made me the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. No plague come near your family. No plague come near your household. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up. Lest you strike your foot against a stone, you will tread on the lion and the adder. You will tread on those things that come against you. You will walk on them. He's given us the neck of the enemy. The young lion and the serpent, you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me, um, the New King James says, because he has set his love upon me. And that's the thing. I set my love upon the Lord. Because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. See the blessing that comes from honouring the Lord when we set our affections upon him, when we set our love upon him, he promises us blessing. When we choose to honour him, he promises us protection, he promises us blessing, he promises that we will drink from the well of salvation. Amen? Yes, amen. I want to tell you, I talked to someone that... um, someone that I love very much, just uh, a week ago, uh, a Christian that I have always admired, not from this church. And, um, and just want to, uh, anyway, just want to make sure you're not thinking, oh, who would that be? Um, a Christian that I love very much and, and they'd been out drinking the night before and got really drunk 
And uh, I said to them, kind of, why have you done this? And they said to me, I'm surrounded by Christians. I work with Christians. They are no different to anyone else. They are stressed in their business and they're stressed and they're complaining. Their businesses are not doing well and they're wound up. And I'm just beginning to ask, what is it all about? So I said to this person, your friends, they don't have the keys to rise above their circumstances. And your friends, you need to choose other friends because they're leading you down a wrong path. Although they're Christians, they're leading you down a wrong path. And now you are leading other people down a wrong path because you haven't got the keys to rise above your circumstances. God is always good. He is always good. In business, if it's not going well, God is still good. When our health fails, God is still good. When we're stretched to the point that we don't know whether we will stretch anymore, we might break, God is still good. Amen? Amen. So that made me really sad because this was a person that I've known, has heard from the Lord, has danced before the Lord, has been a great intercessor and now is being influenced and just become despondent by what's happening around them because these people don't have the keys to rise above. So I'm giving you keys tonight and actually I've got to take this opportunity right now to honour the leaders in the house Brother Yen, Ian Clayton, and the pastors. You know, you guys have... I'm not preaching anything new. This is stuff that I've heard from before. And I am just... You know, when I heard that person say that, it just made me thankful all over again for the leadership in this house because I've learnt these keys here. It's taken me a jolly long time to put them into practice. But thank God I finally did. Thank God I finally got there. But, you know, we've been given these keys. We've been taught how to do it. So thank you. Leadership, thank you. Um, Romans 1.21 says, For although they knew God, they didn't honour him as God or give thanks to him, but became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. You know, and this is, this, that, that scripture is talking about the lost, but, you know, I think when we don't honour God, we can come fut- become futile in our hearts. And that's what happened to this person I was thinking uh, that I was talking to. You know, their foolish hearts became darkened because they lost sight of the goodness of God. And once you're a passionate Christian, going out drinking, getting drunk, like if you knew this person, you'd know that wouldn't make sense. Um, because they've become futile. Because their foolish heart is becoming darkened. Because they've lost sight of the fact that there is a God who gives good things always. You know, and this scripture talks about God gives enough. He puts enough of himself into creation that that alone should be enough to stir us with thanksgiving and praise. You know, creation, we can't deny there is a God. When we look at the changing colour of the trees, when we look at the sky and see the amazing sunsets, when you see all the colour that's happening now in springtime, you can't deny that there's a God. You absolutely can't. And yet, we forget these things. God put himself into creation. And we, can't, we forget to be grateful for that. Just a thought. Um, the biggest obstacle can come down with praise and thanksgiving. Jericho. You look at the Jericho, the wall of Jericho, the city of Jericho. That was the first city 
to be taken by the Israelites once they crossed the, crossed the Jordan. And the city of Jericho was huge, formidable, a giant. And it was full of riches. And, and behind it, if you like, lay amazing blessing. That was the first city that they took as they entered the promised land. But it was a big obstacle and it came down with praise and thanksgiving. It came down as they chose to obey the voice of the Lord and to, and to, and to do it the way he said. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I wonder what blessing lies behind the obstacle in front of you right now. You know, I wonder what would have happened if Jericho had not been defeated. If they'd gone, well, God, that's a foolish plan. Fancy walking around that city every day for six days and then having to walk around it for seven days, uh, seven times on the seventh day. I think that's a bit dumb, God, and I'm going to do it my own way. Or, God, I'm not hearing you. Whatever. Imagine if they hadn't obeyed God. Imagine if that, that obstacle hadn't come down. Imagine if they hadn't praised him and given him glory and honour. Would they have walked into the rest of the promised land? So I want to just ask you right now, what's in front? For me, if I hadn't felt challenged that actually I've got to get out of this black hole because it will eat me alive. One day I might never come out of it. If I hadn't risen to the challenge to go head on into that obstacle with praise and thanksgiving, I wonder how this year would have unfolded for me. And would I be standing here tonight? Just, would I be standing here tonight? I don't know. I wonder for the Israelites if they hadn't faced the obstacle of Jericho and it would have been formidable. It was a rich city. It was well fortified. There was a mighty army and yet they didn't know what was going to happen next. The walls came down and God just gave them the promised land. So I want to encourage you tonight. What obstacle are you facing? Don't give up because who would know the blessing that may lie behind that? If you just hold fast, if you walk the walk, if you choose to be persistent, if you take one step after the other, don't give up. Walk into the promised land. We each have a promised land. And there's obstacles in the way for all of us at different times in our lives. What's the time? Oh, I need to finish. Okay, so I want to give you the keys really quickly. Number one, I decided to take action daily, every single day. Number two, I looked for specific things. It wasn't like, oh God, thank you for today. It was, you know, I've told you about the specific things. I looked for specific things. Number three, I persisted and I haven't stopped persisting. And now, because it's been so many months, it's become, thank God, it's become a habit. So, it's a weapon now in my arsenal because one, I start every day with it. I get up, and I look for things, I look out my window, well it's still dark when I look out my window, but I listen to the sound of the birds and that's something I love to give thanks for. And my day goes on like that, when I get into my car to come, for, come to work, I'm looking for things that are specific, that touch me, the colours in the landscape. Um, right now the lambs that run around like crazy, I love that kind of stuff. You get that I love nature and being outside. That might not be for you guys, but look for something specific that God can bless you with, that he has blessed you with. Whether it's music, whether it's your gifting, whether it's your friends, whatever. 
but be persistent. And the other thing with that persistence is now when I feel pressures coming against me, straight away I rise up on the inside and I begin to look for something to thank God. I have got a weapon. I've got a weapon. And it works because it's come from the living God. The other thing I did was I cast my mind back so I remembered God's faithfulness. I remembered answered prayer. Just like, just like David did at times. He remembered, he, he, he strengthened himself and encouraged himself in answered prayer. He encouraged himself in God's faithfulness. He encouraged himself in the victories that he'd won in the Lord. He'd remembered, you know, he was going out to fight this, fight this giant Goliath. He remembered that he'd overcome the lion and the bear. So I, the other thing I did was I thanked God. I looked for answered prayer. I remembered answered prayer and I declared it. I thanked God for it and it stirred my faith again. If I could have the musos up, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, that you give us keys, Lord God, that work, that are alive. Lord Jesus, thank you that you want to bring breakthrough in our lives. Thank you, mighty God, that you do not want us to stay the same. Thank you, mighty God, that there is freedom and liberty and joy in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that there is a promised land behind the obstacles. There's hope in every situation. I thank you, mighty God, that you've never finished with us. You're a God of purpose and destiny. You're a God that can take us out of black holes. You're a God that can deliver us and your arm is not short to save or deliver. Father, we bless your name tonight. We bless your name. You are the living God and the King of kings. And we thank you, Lord, that you have breathed life into every single day that we live. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy that is abundant. So I just want to ask you tonight, firstly, is there anyone here that doesn't know the Lord, that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Saviour? You know, tonight would be a really good night to get to know Him, to ask Him to come and be the Lord and the leader of your life. So if there's anyone here that doesn't know Him, I'd love you to raise your hand right now because tonight's a good night to meet with the living God. anyone here that doesn't know him. I would say don't hold back tonight if you don't know him. Alright, well I'm up here later if you want to come and talk to me. Secondly, my dear friends, we all, we all face trials and situations. Now they might not be the, the extent of the black holes that I found myself in, or they might be. Those black holes for you could be broken dreams. They could be financial stresses and strains right now. It could be work situations. It could be friendship and relational situations. Your black hole could be health. Your black hole could be disappointment. So whether this is something new to you or whether it's something that you struggle with, that has been a pattern in your life, he can set you free. You know, I purposed at the beginning of the year to begin to praise him in all situations. But leading up to that, I needed ministry. I needed people to stand with me and pray for me. I needed to encounter the cross. 
I needed deliverance. I needed the hereditary chains broken off my life. I needed someone just to stand that I could cry with and they'd tell me that it will be okay, that there is hope. So friends, tonight, if you're facing a black hole, whatever that is, why don't you come and we can pray for you and you can encounter Jesus Christ and you can encounter hope. So as we begin to sing in a minute, I'd love you to come. The other, you may be, everything may just be fantastic for you. You may be in a really good place. And I want to ask you right now, if that is the situation, are you remembering to give him thanks? Are you remembering to be thankful for the, for the, for the blessing that you're walking in, for the favor and the peace and the joy that you're walking in right now? Have you made it a daily habit in your lives to be grateful? Do you thank him for hope for the future? Do you thank him for the destiny and the purpose that he has for each one of you? Do you remember to thank him, as Mark said this morning? He gave so much. He gave everything so that it cost us nothing. The mighty God gave his only son. Do you remember to thank him for your salvation? And maybe you need to come tonight. And maybe you just might want to just meet with him. Have one of us pray with you. And meet with him again and just ask God and say sorry to him. Repent of, of being ungrateful, of forgetting to be thankful. Friends, tonight, don't let your foolish hearts become dark, darkened by being ungrateful, by forgetting his goodness. 